Hi there, my name is Michael Morgan. Today I will be closely reading and reflecting on the poem titled Superbly Situated by Robert Hearson. To begin by reading the poem aloud, I will now start. You politely ask me not to die and I promise not to, right from the beginning. A relationship based on good sense and thoughtfulness in little things. I would like to be loved for such simple attainments as breathing regularly and not falling down too often or because my eyes are brown or farther left-handed. And to be on the safe side, I wouldn't mind if somehow I became entangled in your perception of admirable objects. So you might say to yourself, I have recently noticed how superbly situated the Empire State Building is, how it looms up suddenly behind cemeteries and rivers. So far away you could touch it, therefore I love you. Part of me fears that some moron is already plotting to tear down the Empire State Building and replace it with a block of Staten Island mother-daughter houses. Just as part of me fears that if you love me for my cleanliness, I will grow filthy if you admire my elegant clothes. I'll start wearing shirts with sailboats on them. But I have decided to become a public beach, an opera house, a regularly scheduled flight, something that can't help being in the right place at the right time. Come take your seat. We'll raise the curtain, fill the house, start the engines, fly off into the sunrise, the spire of the Empire State, the last sight on the horizon as the earth begins to curve. Wow, what a breathtaking piece of work. This is the type of poem that I feel like allows a reader to get lost in the context that the speaker is trying to convey throughout the entirety of the poem. At least that leads me to the assumption that the speaker was lost in raw emotions and feelings when this poem was actually being created and um, written down on paper. While reading through this poem and glancing through its structure, it became apparent to me how invested the speaker became in the emotions that are being displayed throughout the poem superbly situated entirety. What I mean by that is um, all throughout the poem and starting in the in the early lines of supremely situated, there are zero and stopping lines. So all of the lines include a sense of enjambment and they also lack punctuation when needed. What this shows me is how the speaker did not even have the time to form a finely organized structure for this poem and that they were more concerned with making the poem and what the speaker was trying to voice sound as organic as possible because when i see the speaker going from one point to the next instead of having a clear pause through a period or a semicolon i am showed that the speaker is not worried about how this poem is looking at first glance instead it is more worried about how it can make a um the audience feel and how the words and um feelings that are displayed and described throughout the poem can impact a person or someone who is reading or listening to the poem supremely situated this somewhat lazy structure that the speaker is displaying almost shows me how natural and fresh some of the thoughts that are being voiced in the poem really are, which actually creates a very interesting and distinct tone. For example, 
this the poem second stanza should be broken down into a more structured paragraph format with periods and commas as a way to break up some of the thoughts that are being thrown into this stanza for example the stanza reads i would like to be loved for such simple attainments as breathing regularly and not falling down too often or because my eyes are brown or my father left-handed by reading it like that without having any periods commas semicolons etc it really shows me how this thought is fresh to the speaker and it might even be one of the first times that they are that the speaker is actually voicing this thought the speaker's tone tells me that what is being considered is a topic of love and how the speaker would actually like to be loved and have a relationship sometime in the future and what i get from that is the speaker wants to be superbly situated as the title plays into the meaning of this poem the speaker does not want to do too much in order to find love and have to work too hard or go out of their way they think that it should be something that should come naturally kind of like the entire tone and structure of this poem natural it all ties back together to that in my opinion the speaker does acknowledge the fact that it might be difficult to achieve a perfect love by just relying on being superbly situated. And the speaker does so by making the comparison between the love that they are looking for with uh, the love that a person might have for the Empire State Building. The speaker says, Part of me fears that some moron is already plotting to tear down the Empire State Building, building and replace it with a block of Staten Island mother-daughter houses. So with that being said, what the speaker is telling me is how everything changes, and if you do just enough to be superbly situated, you might not always fit into that change. So the speaker is acknowledging that and making the comparison between love and the Empire State Building by saying that... um. You cannot achieve both if you don't adapt to the times and um, cater to what you need in order to achieve um, a perfect setting for the Empire State Building to be the best building in New York City, same way with achieving the perfect love. Things are always going to change. If the Empire State Building wants to be the best building in New York City, it's going to keep adding on renovations and updating its facilities. The same way, if you want to have that perfect love, you cannot just rely on being superbly situated. You will need to do what others do in a, a cultural aspect if you want to achieve that love wherever you are in any type of environment. To summarize my points, what the speaker is saying being superbly situated is, is being in the right place at the right time, and that people can find success in anything, whether it's love, work, education, etc. You can find success in any of those just by being in the right place and at the right time. Although, the speaker is knowledgeable enough to acknowledge the fact that sometimes being in the right place and being in the right time is not enough, and I believe that what the speaker is realizing throughout the poem and more towards the end is how love might be one of those things where you can't just rely on just being in the right place at the right time being superbly situated as your main way of being successful for finding love because love is constantly changing what people value and their perception of it is always going to change with the times and how um, people are living on a day-to-day -day basis and every day is changing society is changing every day everything about it is always going to change it will never be the same so with that being said if if love falls under all of those categories and is always changing then could we really just rely on being superbly situated in the right place at the right time in order to achieve a 
great love and find an everlasting partner? I don't think so. And what I believe the speaker is trying to convey throughout the poem is that love is one of those things where you really cannot just be in the right place at the right time and always be in love and always have a successful love. You need to work for love. It's something that you need to work around. You need to make sacrifices. You can't just be in the right place at the right time. You need to work to be in the right place 